The information in this podcast is for educational purposes only. You should consult your doctor, specialist, or physical trainer for advice on your physical wellness goals before you plan to follow any of the suggestions or recommendations in this podcast. Hello. Hola. Marhaba. Welcome to the Astro About Wellness Podcast. Join me, Shazana Sunny, and the Astro Duo, Asfar Azman, and Azima Azman, your host from New York. Let's strive to educate, regenerate, and elevate family institutions through optimal productivity and wellness education, one episode at a time. Are you ready? To listen to inspirational stories of trust, respect, acceptance, integrity, love, and social responsibility for multicultural families and special needs communities? Sit back and relax and be inspired by the awesome people that we highlight in the first segment of the podcast. Welcome back to the Ask Trio About Wellness podcast. This episode is co-sponsored by Hadi Kamsani and my dad, Azman Ripin. Thank you and may God bless you. Hello! Peace be upon you. You are listening to the 22nd episode of the first season of the podcast with me, Shazana, and the Astro Duo, Afar and Adhima. In segment one last week, we highlighted... Us first generation celebrating and the reader circle with Ivy Yao, which was part of the summer fundraiser event held live via Facebook Messenger Room. In segment one this week, we will talk about love and trust. How much we love celebrating Asfar's milestone or achievement in completing high school no matter what the outcome of the school exam results. We will now entrust Asfar to talk about how he felt after graduating from high school and share his learning journey throughout high school in the Boston Spa Central School District. Now, Adima, what questions do we have for Asfar? Okay, the first question is, how do you feel after graduating from high school? Thank you. Firstly, I am grateful for the love, trust and support that I receive from my family, teachers and friends here and my extended family in Singapore. Secondly, after graduating from high school, I feel bittersweet because I've really enjoyed every moment in high school and I'm glad that I've completed four years of learning. But I'm going to miss all my favorite teachers, friends and staff who have made my high school experience truly unforgettable. Wow, I hope to get away from high school too. Okay, here's the second question. What are some do's and don'ts of high school life? Okay, here are my top three do's of learning in high school from my personal experience. Number one, always put in your best effort in every class you take. Number two, create a strong relationship with your closest friends and keep in touch with them even after you graduate. Number three, enjoy your high school career because it will be one of the best experiences you will ever have. Next, my top two 
don'ts to avoid doing if you want to achieve a high GPA or overall score of more than 90% in high school are Number 1. Definitely do not procrastinate and be distracted when doing schoolwork. Number 2. Do not stress yourself out. Rather, enjoy learning. Woohoo! Bravo, bravo! Thank you, my teen superhero. If you are a teenager or have teenage kids or grandkids, we hope you will benefit from the sharing by Arthur. For the next few episodes, we would like to invite all recent or previous high school graduates to submit your personal learning journey and share some do's and don'ts of high school life so that other students can benefit too. Send your text or voice memo via email to hello at sjorello.com or via telegram to sjorello LLC at 518-423-3590. Remember to include your name and email address with your story. Did you know that Muslims will be celebrating another Eid next week? We are now in the first 10 days of Zulhijjah which is the blessed month where millions of Muslims from around the world perform the Hajj ritual, also known as the pilgrimage, in the holy cities of Mecca and Medina in Saudi Arabia. Whether or not Muslims are in the holy cities of Mecca and Medina, these 10 days of Hajj are an invitation for Muslims to uplift ourselves Spiritually, with lots of Quran recitation, dhikr or supplication, qiyamulai or night prayers, good deeds like donating our money, time or energy to charity, and fasting on the day of Arafah. On July 20th, Muslims around the world celebrate Eid al-Adha. We would like to wish all Muslims... Eid Mubarak, we will talk more about what Muslims do on the day of Eid al-Adha in the next episode. So, stay tuned to the next episode and listen to stories of trust, respect, acceptance, integrity, <laughs> love and social responsibility. Coming up next... In the second segment of the podcast... We'll learn about productivity and the nine dimensions of wellness. Physical, emotional, environmental, spiritual, social, intellectual, mental, occupational, and financial wellness. So we can survive and thrive in this unpredictable world. Once upon a spring, in the village of Boston Spa, New York, there lived Two Muslim Asian teens and their loving parents. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. The bright yellow school bus has just arrived. Thank you, Sean. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hey, Abang, are you okay? Did something bad happen today? Huh? Oh, don't worry. It's nothing. Are you sure? You look kind of sad. Come on, tell me. Nothing. It's no big deal, really. Assalamualaikum. May peace be upon you, Umi. We are home. Waalaikumsalam. 
Welcome home, my darlings. I'm here at the patio. Among look kind of sad. I think something bad happened at school today. Shh! Quiet, Azima. When will you ever mind your own business, huh? Is it true, Alpha? Hmm. How's school today? Good, Alhamdulillah. I think he's hiding something on me. He didn't say a single word to me on the school bus. Azima, it's okay, my darling princess. I think it's better if we talk later after lunch. Now, go take a shower. Get changed first before performing your Dhor Salah or prayers. Arthur, I think I know what this is about. Your physics teacher just emailed me about your test results. We'll talk about it when you're ready, okay? Oh, why do you always have to know everything, Umi? Well, Almighty God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has gifted all mothers the intuition or what we call the sixth sense. When it comes to our children, we often get a hunch or a clue as to what's happening. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, sort of. For better or worse. Tests, exams, results, choices, outcomes, life of a teenager. A school-going teenager will go through many tests and exams in his or her life and needs to be ready to receive the results, be it good or bad, passed or failed, poor or excellent. Now it's time to welcome our special guest, Brother Muhammad Ali. Welcome back to the show, Brother Ali. So, Brother Ali, what are some winning ways to deal with disappointments in life? Do you have some tips for teens like us? Well, first and foremost, a lot depends on our cognition, our self-talk. When dealing with disappointment, having a positive mindset helps. We start by accepting that disappointment is a part of life. And with this acceptance, we normalize the feeling that it is okay to feel sad or disappointed over things. So, you heard that? It is okay to feel sad or disappointed because we are only human and humans have emotions. However, what matters more is how we manage our emotions. Brother Ali will guide us on what to do next. The next thing to remember is that disappointment comes from a sense of failure. Hence, in trying to cope, some people try to avoid disappointment by setting low expectations of themselves, being an underachiever. In other words, they will think that if you aim low, you will definitely get what you set out to do. But this undervalues our efforts and our potential to grow and be greater than who we are. Some go to the other extreme by aiming unrealistically high, giving them a sense of justification for their failure. They might be doing this unconsciously. However, if done continually, you will eventually get frustrated that the efforts you have put in did not bear the outcomes that would give you satisfaction. 
Our problem is when we equate our failures as a failure of our personhood, our self, instead of a failure of our efforts. So negative self-talk is like, I failed this test. That means I am stupid. I am useless. I am not worthy. I deserve this failure. Oh, I think I'm starting to understand it now. Yeah, me too. Now, positive self-talk converts the disappointments into reviewing our actions that leads to the failure. I have failed this time. What could I do differently to achieve better results? What could I correct? Who could help me to improve? So the first tip is to change your negative self-talk into positive. Focus on looking at your efforts to improve them instead of lamenting why the failure had to happen despite your efforts. One way to look at your efforts is to do introspection. And how do you do introspection? So, how do you do introspection? Believe it or not, research has found that there is actually a right way and a wrong way to do introspection. So I suggest remembering the following three T's. Three T's? The letter T? Or like Turkish tea for me to drink? <laughs> Oi, Azima, I think it's the letter T, right? <laughs> so what's the first T? One, time. Set aside a quiet time for yourself. Introspection is best done when you are alone, away from distractions, because you need to focus. Have something to jot down your thoughts. Keep a journal, and this is very useful to ensure you capture your thoughts and reflections. I keep a journal to ensure that my thoughts are captured. What is the second T? Think. Introspection is looking inwards to increase self-awareness, and thus, Be open to look deep within yourself, your experiences and your emotions that come with that experience to understand who you are. But the important aspect about introspection is not about figuring out the why. Why is this thing happening to me? Why questions tend to get us fixated on our problems to blame, to defend and to justify. Instead, focus on the what. What led to issues and how can this be addressed? What could we do differently? What resources could we tap to make things different? Think about the new goals you want to achieve about these issues after the introspection. And what is the third three? Thirdly, tasks. Try to figure out what to do next. Set tasks that you could carry out to achieve those new goals you have identified. Use the strengths that you have within you and the resources out there that you can tap to help you move forward. Remember, while it is good to be self-aware, it is better to do something about it and make that change for the better. So in summary, remember the three things. Time, think, and task. So there you have it. The three T's for you to apply in your daily life. I think it is useful for all age groups and not just teens. I guess so. You know better. So that's it for segment two this week. Next week, we'll continue to strive to achieve emotional, social and mental wellness with Brother Ali. 
So, stay tuned to the next episode. Bye! Hooray! We've now come to the end of the show today. If you have enjoyed our show, like us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at AstroWello A-S-K-T-R-I-O W-E-L-L-O Send us your feedback to shazana at astrowello.com Visit our website at astrowello.com and subscribe to Astro About Wellness Podcast. Podcast. Woohoo!